Hey, this is Jay, and welcome back to the podcast where I'm reading every chapter of Zombies Ate My Poodle as I get ready to turn it into an audiobook. In the last chapter, Zach and Amy and their new juggling friends have traveled to the riverboat to rescue the parents, but they're having a funny feeling about the plan. Let's find out what's going to happen in this chapter. 3, 2, 1. Chapter 27, Zombie Ambush. The casino riverboat loomed up ahead in the dark, just a silhouette against the lights from across the river. The streetlights along the near side of the riverbank should have been lighting up the boardwalk and the entry side of the riverboat, but the lights had been broken or turned off, or maybe this part of the city was without power like so many others. Zack and the group had moved carefully and quietly from where they parked the golf carts to where they stood now, close to the gangplank leading from the bank into the riverboat. The five of them had kept a sharp eye out for zombies and seen nothing, and heard nothing. The night was silent. Even the crickets seemed to be in hiding. I don't get it, whispered Riker, swinging his flashlight around the open area in front of the boat. You said there were dozens of zombies here? Hundreds, said Zack and Amy at the same time, in hushed voices. Kalia aimed her light into the opening of the riverboat and asked, How do we know they aren't all waiting for us right inside? Amy shivered at the thought, and Zack said, That's why my plan says we don't go in the front door. Instead, we need... He was interrupted when Holden started jumping up and down. Guys! Guys! He whispered frantically, while pointing the beam of his flashlight from side to side back the way they'd come. I think I saw something over there! Everybody turned and saw he was pointing his flashlight at the woods that ringed the open area in front of the riverboat entrance. Nothing moved in the woods, but as they each aimed their flashlights into the dense foliage they started to see glowing green eyes appear. It looked like hundreds, or maybe thousands of zombies were opening their eyes and staring at the group. Everywhere they pointed the beams of their flashlight, they saw glowing eyes. And then, almost like the noise a breeze would make blowing through the branches of a tree, they heard the soft sound of brains. And then the sound wasn't very soft anymore, and the cry of brains became louder, and the zombies started coming out of the woods, reaching out their hands toward everybody in front of the riverboat. They were hungry, and it was time to eat brains. We're cut off, yelled Kalia over the noise of the incoming zombies. Change of plans, shouted Zack. Everybody across the gangplank. When we get in there... Amy will light up the entry hallway, and Holden and I will start juggling in case they're waiting inside. Everybody back toward the wooden walkway as the zombies came closer, and then they all turned and made a dash for the gangplank as Zack called out. Riker and Kalia, when we're all across, pull the gangplank in and let it drop into the water. We can't let those zombies get on board. They scrambled across, and Amy aimed a bright flashlight down the hallway toward the center of the boat, and Zack and Holden started juggling. Zack could hear Riker and Kalia struggling with the heavy walkway behind him, and then a loud splash told him they were successful. The chanting of brains still came to them through the entrance of the riverboat, but no zombies had appeared the other way down the hall. They stopped juggling and looked back at the zombies along the bank of the river, all reaching out toward the humans, some reaching too far and falling into the river to be swept downstream. The opening to the boat was at least 10 feet from the riverbank, so they were safe from the zombie horde, or at least the zombie horde outside. Zack motioned them all to gather around so he wouldn't have to shout, Follow me to the balcony I told you about. From there we can see down into the main ballroom where most of the zombies are. 
Keep your flashlights low, but be ready to use them to light up an area in case we have to bamboozle a bunch of them. Single file, the group started down the main hallway, keeping their flashlights aimed at the floor. As they moved deeper into the riverboat, the sounds of brains from the horde outside grew dim and they tried to listen for approaching zombies inside the boat. At the end of the hallway, Zack began to turn left, but stopped when he noticed something out of the corner of his eye. To the right, about 15 feet, he could see one of the main doors to the ballroom. It was standing open, and no light or sound was coming from inside. Zack made a quick decision and motioned for the group to wait there. He snuck down the hallway and slowly peeked around the edge of the doorway into the ballroom. No lights were on in the room, but enough moonlight was coming through the skylights that he could see the room was empty of zombies. There were barrels, buckets, and other debris, but no zombies. He waved his flashlight at the others, and they joined him at the doorway. I think all of them are gone, Zack whispered, and Riker peered into the ballroom. This is not going according to plan so far. Let's start here and keep looking until we know if there are any zombies here at all. The group entered the ballroom quietly, taking care to step around the trash and anything else that would make noise. They looked in barrels and crates and the coat check rooms off the ballroom and found nothing. Gathering in the center of the ballroom, Scarlet whispered, Nothing here, but this is only one part of the boat. We need to keep searching. Zack nodded. Yeah, why don't we start at the... Lights flashed on throughout the ballroom, blinding Zack and the others, causing a moment of panic. What's happening? Everybody stay together. I can't see. Gradually, their eyes adjusted to the light, and while they expected to see themselves surrounded by zombies, the grand ballroom was still empty. Zack! The booming voice came from above, and they whirled around to look up at the balcony, where Zack had first spied on his mom and dad and their zombie army. This time, his parents and two other zombies stood on the balcony, looking down on the group. Join us, Zack, said his zombie mom, and become p prince of the zombies. Then your f friends can go. Yes, son, listen to your mother. Come let us crunch your head and eat you just a little bit of your b brains. The other zombies leaned forward and said, Brains! Come on, sweetie. We'll only eat a little bit of your brains. Brains! We'll be one big happy family again. Zack's mind was in a whirl. Here was a chance to get back together with his parents, but he couldn't trust the zombies to keep their word and let the others go. Besides, he hated the idea of himself becoming a zombie and eating brains. That was just disgusting. No, Mom and Dad, I think I like our odds. It's five against four, and we have a secret weapon, said Zack, trying to make his voice sound as firm as possible. Not, not four, for four thousand, said his father, pointing toward the bank of the river where his zombie army waited. Then he turned to the other two zombies and said, Tell them, pull ropes, get, get closer, come eat brains. Brains, said the two zombies, and then shuffled towards the passageway that led to the entrance. What? muttered Riker. Amy whirled towards Zack. The zombie army's going to pull on the ropes holding the riverboat to the shore and get it close enough for them to come aboard. Zack shouted, Plan B! Everybody in the group started running for an exit. Okay, that's it for chapter 27. Well... Plan A didn't work out. Zack's mom and dad were waiting with a zombie ambush because they are hungry for more brains.
Remember, you can get a copy of the complete Zombies Ate My Poodle book at Amazon or Apple Books. And don't worry, I'll remind you at least four more times, just in case you forget. See you for the next episode, where we find out if Plan B will save Zack and his crew and allow them to cure his parents.